It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to the Your Money, Your Life podcast, episode 147. 147. We are back with some more hard-hitting news this week and some personal finance updates. Um and tools and resources like we always do every week. But before we even get into the episode, make sure you like, subscribe, five-star, rate, review, and support the podcast. You can support by either um, hitting the link in the episode details um, or just keep sharing this with your family, friends. We keep growing listeners. It's been a crazy couple of weeks with what's been going on in certain areas of the market, and we keep you in touch with all that. So make sure you do that. And now we'll get into the show. So much in the news the last couple of weeks. This week, a little bit quieter. Um, the market has been up to, you know, recently, the last couple of days, it was flat. It's about flat in the futures this morning. The big thing that's coming out as far as economic th- data this week is the latest Fed minutes. Um, the Fed minutes from their meeting, it will give a little bit more insight into Fed policy. And this is going to be ahead of their December meeting. So obviously earlier this month, the central bank approved a fourth consecutive 75 percentage point hike that brought rates to their highest level since 2008. So economists are forecasting a half a percentage point hike, which would be a change. It would be a, a change from what we've been doing. We've done fourth consecutive 75 percentage point hikes. A half a point hike would be a change. Um, they did that in December. Um, and you know they'll potentially do smaller rate hikes next year. Um, and so we're seeing the Wall Street kind of be upbeat on this information. There was also information about jobless claims. Jobless claims data came in, and it was higher than expected. There was 240,000 um, jobless claims um, for the week ended November 19th, where economists expected around 225,000. So that's signaling that the labor market may be weakening a little bit, which has been one of the areas that's been the strongest in this quote-unquote recession. The labor market's actually held up. It's been really tight. Uh, we're still under 4% unemployment. Um, and so you would look at that as not a re- really a recessionary sign. But if you see that weakening, that's going to be a big signal that, um, you know, prices may come down because people won't spend when they aren't making income. Um, and so that is a big thing uh, right now going on in the market. In general news, guess what, folks, for all those folks, student loan repayment was pushed back again by President Biden. He extended the pause. They said December 31st would be the last one, but he extended the pause um, from this New Year's Eve to June 30th, 2023. Um, There have been more delays on this deadline. This is the eighth planned deadline pushback. Um, But he doesn't want to, President Biden doesn't want to resume the payments until his plan to forgive up to 20,000 student debt be, uh, debt per borrower um, conquers the legal challenges. So they have legal challenges they're going through, as I explained in a few episodes back, for the student loan cancellation. It was sued, and it's going through some federal um, legal arbitration right now. And so President Biden said, hey, okay, I can't give you guys that. I'm going to give you this. So for those folks, he's giving another pause um, and people will have to figure out their cash flow maybe after June 30th, but I'm sure there'll be another pause from there, um, folks. In um, more news, 
FTX, we've talked about it plenty, but um, lawyers are now a loading on SBF. SBF Sam Bankman Freed, I think that's his name, right? Yeah, Sam Bankman Freed was the CEO founder of Alameda, CEO and founder of FTX, which turned out to be a complete fraud. He said that his lawyers, or lawyers in charge of handling the crypto exchange, said that he, FTX spent $300 million on real estate for its senior staff and his parents, SBF's parents. They were just buying real estate in the Bahamas for staff. He's living in a $40 million condo. His parents are living in separate $16 million condos. Other top lieutenants of his are living in multi-million dollar houses and condos of customer funds. This guy was truly, uh, it sounds as more details come to unravel, he was truly, truly horrendous. Like this dude wasn't even, I don't know if he was running any business at all. Was there any business being done? Or was he just taking the money and buying things for himself and buying companies? This is one going to go down as one of the bigger frauds in history. Um, and now you're seeing people, the guy on CME and CNBC said he knew about this or he knew he was a fraud or called them out. Um, but yeah, you're just seeing so much coming, happening right now. Um, and yeah, it's, 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 it's incredibly horrible. What was going, the CME group CEO, Chicago Mercantile Exchange group CEO calls Bankman Freed an absolute fraud. So he solved trouble months before FTX collapse. So apparently the CMO uh, group chairman, uh, Terry Duffy, said he suspected corruption at the cryptocurrency exchange the day of his first one-on-one meeting with founder Sam Bankman-Fried. He said he told his team uh, that Sam had nothing to do with crypto. He wanted to just list all asset classes as his his own. So he just wanted to buy everything. Um, And he said he met Freed. uh, Duffy first recounted his meeting with Freed last week on a tape uh, on some podcast. And he said, hey, you're a fraud. You're an absolute fraud. He said he told Bankman Freed, if someone calls you a fraud to your face and you aren't a fraud, you'd start swinging. So the fact that he didn't maybe tells me that he knew he was a fraud. This guy was really, truly um, a fraud of epic proportions. And it's all coming out now. Um, And we're seeing it. We're seeing it, folks. Housing market. The home and home sales to investors plunged 30% annually in the third quarter. It showed the unfriendly market conditions that have pushed regular buyers out of real estate. It's also scaring buyers of deep pockets. A 30% drop is the steepest since the subprime mortgage crisis, which is in 2008-2009 era. Uh, we talked about it. real estate prices going down. Um, there was inflated, inflated prices of single-family homes, multifamily homes, real estate in general super inflated and those prices are going down now and you're going to see it continue as the labor market starts to ease even more you'll see that continue to go down um but yeah it's happening it is happening especially if you think about the optics of it If, if someone gets laid off there's four months usually of missed payments before a bank will foreclose on your home right and the normal period of someone that's laid off is I think two, three months severance, um, which, you know, and then after that, you're starting to like miss payments. And, and so there's stuff happening. There's stuff brewing that we'll have to watch out for. Um, and it is definitely brewing right now. FIFA World Cup, folks, who is watching? Uh, I actually find this super interesting. I'm, I'm casual, the most casual of, of soccer fans out there, but I've been enjoying watching the World Cup. I don't know what it is about it. 
You got the country. You got national pride. You got this just just a great, beautiful game. It's athletic. It's 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 it has intangibles to it. It's smart. Um, the passing. I just love the game. Now I'm all fake soccer fanish. Um, but it's going on, and there's a lot of stuff going on with it. They said first that um fifa was gonna allow beer sales within the stadium but then the reverse course about two days prior to the world cup started said they will not allow beer sales in the stadium and i think it was anheuser bush that is like sponsoring a lot of this um fact check me on who the, the beer company is um and they were just like what what is going on they, they're gonna re try to repeal 40 million dollars of the sponsorship money they paid because they're no longer allowing beer sales within the stadium, which is kind of odd to me, but I think they were forced by Qatari officials. Um, so yeah, a lot going on and more soccer news. I don't know how many people watch soccer here in this, that listen to this podcast, but soccer legend, Cristiano Ronaldo, he's about to leave Manchester United. He's probably one of the biggest soccer. He is the biggest soccer, um, athlete in the world. Uh, you could argue him or Messi, but he has 500 million. He's the first person to hit 500 million Instagram followers. That is an incredible feat, but he's now leaving his club, uh, has some bickering with his club, um, and now they're going to part ways um, very, very shortly. So big, big news there uh, for probably, probably the biggest soccer player in the world. In other big news, Disney, Disney, we've talked about Disney a while, many months back, but now they're back in the news because Bob Chapek has lost his job um, and former CEO Bob Iger, Battle of the Bobs, we talked about this and it's hard to get them confused, but this Bob Chapek, Bob Iger, everyone back in the, what were they, how old are they, in the 40s, 50s, were just naming their kids Bob, Bob this, Bob that. And now Bob Iger, who's been a champion, um, former CEO of Disney, chairman, and, and done a great job and well-beloved, well he's going to return in his role, a top Disney CEO, um, and replace Bob Chapek, who just got a new contract recently. And they just said, hey, they just literally said effective immediately. You never really say that effective immediately unless something's going down. Um, but after leading the company for 15 years, Iger handed, he picked Chapek to run the company in February of 2022. And it was really an unexpected choice. They didn't really, there was other people that they thought would be better, but they had a falling out. Once he picked JPEG, they had a falling out, they had their disagreements. And now I, Iger said, all right, screw this. I'm coming back. I'm coming back to take over. And he's trying to turn things around. Disney's had a horrible, horrible past couple of years with parks. The streaming is starting to slow. Uh, they, they penetrate a lot of markets. So now um, it's a, it's a fact of whether they're going to be able to revive this company and, and turn things around. And Iger's done it before. And so they're bringing him back um, into the fold. In, in other news, we have to say rest in peace and prayers to all the people that's been affected by these mass shootings recently. There's been mass shootings and like it, horrible ones horrible ones uh, you can look for those up yourselves there's so much you know stuff going on you gotta be careful of that to get to holidays we get to this you know q1 2023 there's gonna be a lot of despair for people out there um so we'll just you know we'll just be praying for those people upbeat dude i just saw this come across the ticker for me matt damon and ben affleck we created a new independent production company they got 100 million in funding so probably see more of the towns. You'll probably see more um, what other stuff have they done together. 
town was really good. That's the only one I can remember. But let me know if you remember any other ones. So they got $100 million in funding for their new, new production company. And we'll keep our eyes on that, folks. Again, not, not crazy this week. A lot quieter. Um, but it was a good, good week to stay focused on goals. Um, so we'll get into the next section now. All right, folks, questions of the week. We're going to spitfire them like we've done in the past. I really like it. Questions of the week, spitfiring them like we've done in the past. Question, what is the average, what percentage of Americans cannot cover a $400 emergency with cash? Um, I wonder what people think. Think and blurt out your answer. What percentage of Americans cannot cover a $400 emergency with cash? And the answer is 32%. 32% of Americans um, cannot cover a $400 emergency with cash. Are you surprised by this number? What do you think? Uh, I'm not surprised. You've heard a lot about like just folks not having emergency funds or, you know, I guess it's not making enough when you have all these for a lot of people out there that you have all these different things going on. So um, it's always good to try to build that emergency fund little by little when times are good. Um, so that you just have it because things will turn in a dime. And you don't really know that for people don't really know that when they're in the thick of things. Another budgeting question. We'll do this as a fun one. What's the average cost of a Thanksgiving dinner for 10? The answer is $64. Is that right? That can't be, you know, big city numbers. $64 is the average cost of a Thanksgiving dinner for 10. Uh, okay, let's dig, dig into details. A 16-pound turkey costs $28.96. Um, almost five dollars, twenty-seven, twenty-one percent more than the average cost a year ago. Um, interesting. So if you get a turkey, get some pies and all this stuff, it'd be sixty-four dollars. I feel like that's not right. Me and my girlfriend are going out to dinner and all this stuff for holidays, and never seen that. But um, that, that's that's good. I mean, for the inflation part of it's not good. Uh, but it's good to spend time with family, friends, enjoy the holidays. Super, super important. I can tell that just in general, there's less people working. I think people are staying with their family um, and just trying to enjoy life and, and with their family. Let's do one more. What is the number one spending category across all generations? And that happens to be housing. It's 32 to 30% of average expenditures. That makes sense. That's an easy one. That was an easy one. I like this rapid fire, though. We've been rapid firing um, these questions of the week. If you have questions, shoot them to me. I'll make sure to add it. I could add a Q&A section to this podcast so people can send in questions. Let me know if that's something we should do for the Your Money Life podcast because we love doing this every single week. Happy Thanksgiving to all. Make sure you tune in every week because we'll be back next week. <laughs> 